everybody. Welcome to 30-something with Sunny. This is the podcast where we talk all about motherhood, self-care, and second chapters. A good reinvention story. Listen, guys, we are in need now more than ever of good and positive and useful news. Um, let me start this out by saying that, um, hi, I see you out there, wherever you are, sheltering in place, self-quarantining, social distancing, the whole nine yards. This hasn't been easy on anyone. And I just want to give the biggest shout out to all of the doctors and healthcare professionals out there who are literally keeping the world turning right now. This is actually insane what is happening and the news is changing i should say the the numbers are changing so rapidly every day it can be really easy to get caught in a cycle of anxiety and worry with what's going on today's guest is here to help with a little bit of that so dr brooke stewart is a holistic and integrative doctor she's been on the podcast before and i have picked her brain thoroughly about women's health and hormones and mental health and today we're really honing in on how to manage anxiety during times of stress and how to supplement to boost your immune system to keep you as healthy as possible so we get as specific as um, giving uh, recommendations for mantras, things you can repeat or say to yourself to keep yourself sane right now, to bring you back into the present moment. And we also talk about supplements that are working for Brooke and some of her patients. I always say this because I need to. You should always talk with your own doctor before you introduce any changes to your supplementation routine or if you're introducing things and you're already on a prescription medication. Of course, no advice is one size fits all. But these are things that have worked for Brooke. There are some things in here that really have worked for me and things that have worked for her patients too. And my thought on it is um, all of this information is valuable because if we can do a couple of things to make ourselves feel stronger while we're writing this out, listen, I'm all for that. Um, so yeah, I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Just a quick check in as to how things are going over here. Uh, we are, this is March 20th when I'm recording this. So I'm fully aware that things could change by the time this hits the airwaves. But um, we are on what day three or four of full on self-containment we've been taking a couple walks outside because we have a lot of space where we are and um the kids are you know they're acting like seven five and two and a half year olds i'll tell you that i came downstairs yesterday and my daughters were painting this um wooden car thing that they put together and this is my fault for going upstairs while they were doing this but I thought I was being all smart and productive and you know I was like let me just organize a couple of drawers in their rooms while they're downstairs painting and I came down and their hands were painted black they mixed every color in their little palette and this was not washable paint this was not safe Crayola level stuff their hands were like covered in tar and I just totally lost my mind. It is just really hard to keep on top of three tiny human beings running around. But listen, I'm grateful that we are here together to get through this. And I know I speak for so many people out there, especially parents trying to keep their sanity when I say, yes, things are crazy, but I'm grateful that we are getting through it together and that so far everyone is healthy. I wish and hope the same for you all that you're able to get, um, a little bit of special time. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a little chaotic, but a little bit of special time with your loved ones that you otherwise wouldn't be getting. Try my best to be a, like, you know, a glass half full kind of person with this scenario. But um, yeah, I, I really love what Dr. Brooke Stewart has to say in this interview, because no matter where we are in the stage of this pandemic, um, all of her advice is evergreen and useful, and I know you will get something from it. So I really, truly thank you for spending some of your time with me. And um, I hope that these episodes and that this show can be a point of light for you during an otherwise really confusing time. And I said this before, I'm saying it again. I want to hear from you all. Reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know what you're up to. Let's share ideas for keeping the kids entertained. Let's share. Tell me your favorite beauty product. You know I'm always down for a good um, chat on beauty products or skincare. Um, and yeah, just let me know how you're doing. I'm thinking about you all. Hope you enjoy this episode. I will be back on the flip side with more on how you can track down Brooke. Enjoy. Okay, I'm going to switch up these views a little bit. Ooh, okay, guys. So <laughs> you are, um, we wanted to 
record this podcast that I'm doing for 30 something in video form too, because I know there are people who are going to be checking this out in all kinds of different forms and formats. So welcome to 30 something. Brooke, I want you to introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are so we can know what we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I basically am a holistic doctor here in central Florida. I create personalized treatment plans for my patients and then just partner with them to make it happen. Things like mindset, diet, lifestyle. Today, obviously, we're going to be kind of going probably into how to optimize immune function, rewire stress response during a time like this. But I think it's valuable for any time. Um, And so kind of supporting the system, mind, body, spirit, in terms of things with supplements, perspective, anything we can do to, to be helpful in kind of like weird coronavirus time. You know? Yeah. It's, it's really strange. Stranger. Are you up and practicing and running as normal right now, or have you closed your offices? as well, which is kind of nice. So I do am able to still work with people, but I am seeing my practice is so small in terms of, I just see people one-on-one maybe I'm seeing a teenager, you know, with their parents. So there's really not much like contact and flow in the office in terms of with people. So I am still in practice seeing people, but a lot of my patients have decided to switch to virtual during this time, which is a great option for them as well. So that's been kind of uh, nice. And, and I feel like you know, a lot of the things that I'm seeing with people are things of, uh, you know, obviously like anxiety, but even like guilt of maybe having moments of joy at the same time as they're experiencing mm-hmm. anxiety. Um, of course, like distress, the uncertainty, the unknown, wondering how they can kind of support themselves and their family through their immune system. And even kind of like a, what do I do with this time? Like, how can right. I optimize it? So it's been kind of an interesting um range of, of kind of things that have been going on with people. I feel like. Yeah. We're going to dial into every single one of those separately because, um, there are so many elements to whole body health, as you just mentioned. And at a time like this, where we feel like we're being overwhelmed with information, it can cause anxiety, which can manifest in other ways. I have heard interestingly from so many people, even people who don't traditionally experience any symptoms of anxiety during otherwise stressful times have been just slammed by this. Um, I know know that guys, the situation is changing daily. So I have to tell you when we're recording this. So you know that things may be different. This is March 20th. Um, the numbers have been changing rapidly. It's really distressing Brooke to look at, for example, what's happening in Italy. Um, and, and how quickly things are happening. Everybody's saying, you know, they're two weeks ahead of us and this is going to be what we're dealing with if we continue at this rate in two weeks time. I want to know personally what you're feeling because I know just because you're a doctor doesn't necessarily mean that you're immune to these symptoms of anxiety. So does it stress you out too? You know, it's really strange. I have it's very, this is, this sounds weird. I can't believe I'm actually saying this on a podcast, but I have these weird experiences where I'll experience something like just before I feel like I see like 10 patients with the same exact issue. And so a couple of like earlier this week, I had this like severe, like anxiety. Um, and I kind of was able to, to use like this process of looking at it, moving through it, you know, kind of identifying like physical triggers that I could take out during this time to stabilize and create more peace. And that I really kind of got real with myself and thought, okay, you know, how can I kind of promote peace in my system so I can still serve at this time? And literally since then, I've seen everything differently. And it's, it's it actually felt quite a bit of peace by serving in that focus on like mm-hmm. what I can do, but I can completely relate to what's going on. You know, there is that uncertainty, but I think being able to have a set of tools to rely on, even if something does come up, I don't necessarily fear the feeling anymore. And I think that to just kind of like that unconditional faith in the process of life in a weird way, kind of stabilizes the system to kind of create more mobility where you can still be creative and still focus on, you know, business as usual, even though you don't want to be unaware, it's obviously important to stay informed, but if you're able to shift the spectacles and your perspective of it, I think it makes it a lot easier to have mobility and to keep moving forward in a way that feels true to you and, and kind of rock solid in a weird way. Yeah. What I'm hearing is that your passion and your, um, 
what's the word? You're calling, you're putting your talents to practical use at a time of difficulty is helping you to stay focused. For people who um, might not be able to impact people, because I know, I, I feel a similar bond with you on under this sort of, um, in this sort of situation, because the things that we do, we can continue to practice and just sort of refocus them to help people in different ways. But for someone whose job or calling doesn't necessarily align with being able to help um, under this under these particular circumstances, what are some practical tips that someone can use to sort of refocus their energy, rehone their emotions so that they're not overwhelmed? Like, do you tell people like, I don't know, take up a hobby or something? Like what, what can they do to focus themselves? So I think even if somebody feels a bit lost to kind of, maybe they don't necessarily know what to do at this time. I think it's always a great idea to start with the basics in terms of what is kind of coming up in your life now. How can you improve your health? That's always a good focus. And that's going to be long lasting because most likely, even though this feels extraordinarily overwhelming, like a sprint, everything's changing and fluctuating from day to day. It could be very well, you know, every, all of everyone saying this could really be a marathon. This could really be a journey. Like this is not really going anywhere. So that's a difficult truth to take in, but it also allows us to kind of think of, okay, how can we optimize this time? So for someone who doesn't necessarily have, um, maybe they're out of work, they can't go into the office, or maybe you know they don't have a, a job like ours where we can serve in an active way, I think everyone can serve in a way even if it's just through being a listening ear, calling people to check in on them, you know, maybe using this time to create something that you, you know, uh, had on the back burner or have been thinking about, maybe you want to participate in community in a way where you can still be distant, but um, you are just kind of, you know, able to kind of share your thoughts or, you know, donate something or to kind of connect and get involved. I think the major way to move through the stress response is to first connect. Um, even if it's to what's, what you're being triggered by to what's coming up. So beginning to even connect to anxiety, to uncertainty, to the unknown, to, you know, um, certain fears, panic, all of these things, bringing about a perspective where you can look at it, but you don't have to be it and identify with it. It will create health in a different way than you've ever experienced. And obviously we can go over exact tools on like how to actually make that happen. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's just fire through. I mean, if I were a patient coming in or, or speaking with you virtually and I'm saying, you know, Brooke, I am overwhelmed right now. I don't know where to start. This, these are my feelings, you know, uh, feelings of, of, of anxiousness, of panic. What would step one be? Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, it's, it's that I being receptive to a new way of interacting with it. And what I mean by that is, is, so I kind of have this protocol in my practice where I don't really let anyone out of the first two sessions without connecting with their heart, without learning how to be in the present moment and without remembering and kind of reframing who, what, and where they are. And this may sound a little bit esoteric in nature, but I mean it all in terms of shifting the heal, healing response into one that's health promoting who, what, where, and it does require like a little bit of explanation because everyone will probably have no idea what I'm talking about if I don't say this, but who you are is more along the lines of like the power behind your thoughts, feelings, physiology, and life experiences. And if you get caught up in thinking, I am my thoughts, I am my feelings, I am what's going on in the world, I am COVID-19, right? Like there's going to be a lot of stress. If you're focused or thinking that you are what you eat, you are your choices, all of these things, that's very, very tight. That's a tight space to work with. So what we want to do is kind of create some space so that people can remember that they are the creators of the reality just because they have the perspective um, or they have the choice to choose how they perceive interact with and interpret every experience. And so if we do that, now there's some space. Now there's something people can do while working with these stress sores. Of course, there are things that don't work and things that do. And we want to be able to have space when we go to look at these experiences so that we can learn from them and let go of them and they can let go of us. So that's part of the process. In that who, what, where that we have to begin to acknowledge what we are, which is important, which is capable, which is not making experiences of the world more or less important, but just 
it, it is what it is, right? We're, we have to be able to connect with it in that way. Easier said than done. Of course, we'll be processing issues, you know, as we interact with this. But think about it this way. If we feel incapable and we get lost in the future and thinking about all the things that we can't do, right? That's a very, very difficult place to be. And it's going to be hard to connect with what we can do from that space. So if we can bring in that we're capable, that we are able, that we're important, that we can work in the realm that we're given, that creates a lot of mobility and forward motion. Um, and it also lessens a fallback point. And in terms of who, what, where, right? Where are we? The present moment. So that's important to begin to make peace with really being here now instead of in the future, 18 steps ahead, where of course we're going to have over worry, overthinking anxiety. Of course, we're going to, our minds are going to take us on a run of all the things we can't do, all the things that may happen. But that's not just in a situation like this. That's for every situation. You know, if you have kids, you're always thinking about all the possibilities of all the threats and all the dangers because you want to protect them. That's natural. But in general, like in order to be extraordinary functioning parent that's present, you have to be able to learn to manage those fears and return to the moment um, so that you can basically tap into your power to be that who, what, where, and move forward from that place. I think I can speak for a lot of parents when I say the only reason I am not in full breakdown mode, and I'm not exaggerating, is because the statistics have shown, knock on wood, there's wood, that um it's been less, this virus has been less impactful on younger groups. Brooke, if, if that were to change or if the situation were different, I think, I, I mean, there's no use in thinking in what ifs, but I, I do, as a parent, cling to the small silver lining of not having to worry as much right now about them in regards to this virus. I have clung to that so desperately because as we all do, I have parents who are in the, um, you know, the more vulnerable age group. I know immunocompromised people who are in the more vulnerable age group and, um, thank God for the small things, but you said something that I wanted to kind of go back on looking ahead too far is dangerous. And I know so many people who are saying, you know, I've got, birthday parties I have to cancel or family vacations, or it can all feel overwhelming when you look even a week ahead into the future. What do you say for people who are having a hard time sort of shortening that telescope and living just in the moment? What any, any mantras or, um, how, how do we not look out is what I'm saying. People are wondering about their jobs. They're wondering about their financial futures. There's just really a lot to take in, but you're right. You do have to live in the moment in order to survive. How can we do that? Yep. And I think it's a kind of like that fine line and, and to a note on the children, like, yes, that is a gift. I've heard that from so many parents being our children and kind of, you know, that way uh, in general, I think that there's a kind of like a, a fine line and it has to do with how we enter into it. I think it is important to connect with and supporting ourselves in the process long-term as well. But I also think in terms of coming back to the moment, really exercising your power of choice can be helpful. I actually give all of my patients this affirmation on the second visit, but to identify where they're going when they're not in the moment. So if they're in the future, so simple, I choose to return from the future to the present moment. Um, and if they're feeling really low or if they're in the past, right. Or checked out, you know, there's all of these places we can go, but we have this power of choice. So if we're able to sit back and identify where we are, then we can also choose where we want to be, where we want to dwell, where we want to make choices from. I also think, so I also give them this other one as like, um, kind of like, a. I don't know, like a, a stable has more of a stabilizing effect. Like maybe they don't exactly know where they are. If they're in the future, past, checked out all of these different places we can go. Um, but I'll give them this other affirmation. That's just, I choose to return to the present moment and be here now where I belong. I feel like that where I belong anchors it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and become uh, connected, receptive to myself in the process of life. So basically connected plugs us in, it creates mobility. And, and that's where I love the health aspect to my practice. And, and what I'm able to teach people is working on things like, okay, mindset, right? Like being able to focus on actually placing your hands on your heart, 
rewiring your nervous system, using something like an affirmation to train your mind, but also what can you do diet-wise, lifestyle-wise, supplement-wise, just like if you are you know, struggling or nervous with financial issues, like I would just say, learn about it, connect with it, like you know, get intentionality of learning, of becoming empowered, just like you would when you begin to honor your body organism and tap into how can I create health and kind of exploring that, whether it's through a book, a podcast like this, um, you know, a different website, obviously we'll talk about actual strategies too. Um, but that's something that can create a lot of peace when people feel like they're progressing in a certain area versus just kind of like leaving it up in the air. And I also think that's a way of coming back into the present moment. Like if you're worried about a loved one, maybe just giving them a call and telling them you love them versus like, getting caught up in thought form with it, you know, that can create a lot of peace through taking that action and actually engaging in your experiences. You know, I I like that idea. Yeah. I, I, like I said, a lot of people worried about their parents and their parents' health right now. Just call them, talk to them, tell them, listen, I, I, you know, I called my mom the other day crying. I was like, I just miss hugging you. I mean, I'm 38 years old, but like, I miss that and being able to be open with her in that moment and share that honesty. It was like a virtual kind of hug, but, um, you, you probably know more about this than I do, but the, the herd mentality that we have been experiencing since this pandemic struck has been really like scary. Uh, to say the least. I wonder if you have any commentary on what you've seen people do, how you've seen people react. I don't mean to highlight the negative stuff only, but it's hard not to get pissed off seeing people partying on the beach, continuing with life as normal, walking through the streets, having dinner and eating out at restaurants. I think there are other practical ways to support those businesses, take out or whatever. So I don't want to like crap on, this is not a crap on small businesses moment. This is a listen to, you know, listen to the recommendations, the guidelines of experts moment. But what, what have you been making of all of this? Because I think that to me was the most frightening part. If this is how we act when the world is truly ending, Lord help us because it has not been pretty. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea of flattening the curve, I think is important. And I think it's extraordinarily important for each individual to own and take part in it. I, in a weird way, feel like when people are literally going on and pretending something like this doesn't exist, it's, but it's not like from a judgmental point, I think that it's actually them checking out and maybe being in denial, like, and kind of like disconnected from what's truly going on in the world. And that may actually be a coping mechanism, which is weirdly, you know, interesting, but it's obviously not helpful in terms of all being able to work together because these small businesses, they will adjust. They're capable. Like they are like, you know, East End Market in Orlando has to go, um, you know, they're doing to go and delivery and, you know, we can all support each other in so many different ways other than, you know, like really being kind of like checked out and delusional and, um, and about that kind of thing. I think it's very important to, in terms of like, like whenever I use the term business as usual, I mean, like, you know, play, like, like actually think about it, like be present with your choices, be mindful. If you have to go to the grocery store, do what you have to do to protect yourself and other people, wash your hands, you know, like really respect that kind of like social distancing aspects. Um, because that is something that, that is important. And even though I don't, you know, I think there's a a hundred, there's not necessarily, I think there's always more to the story than like right and wrong, but at the same time, like you have to do what feels right. And if there is that dissociation, that disconnection, there's probably a lot of issues there for those people. And if they're, they're not scared, if they don't believe in it, you know, that would be an interesting conversation. But in general, I feel like a lot of the people that are just like, not kind of connecting the dots. I think that that is possibly the case that they are not connecting the dots because the, even though this, you know, virus may not infect everyone, it's affecting everyone. Like this is a pandemic, like, you know, every single person on this planet is a 
infected. Even just when you, I, I mean, it became real to me when I saw the professional sports shutting down, when I went to Whole Foods and I saw like the frantic energy. I mean, you would have to be literally living under a rock not to feel connected to like other human beings and to the world when something like this is going on. So I think there's that fine line, you know, um, mm-hmm. where some people, they go hysterical, other people pretend it doesn't exist. But if you can kind of remain centered and kind of like have an understanding of both and then decide for yourself, like how you want to proceed, that's probably like the, maybe the healthiest way to go about it. You know, Yeah. That's the kind way to go about it. I'm not being kind in that way. I'm telling people stay the hell home. Of course, do your grocery shopping responsibly. If you must, we all need food and supplies, but I mean, the spring break stuff, I mean, it's getting like, you know, you're old. (laughs) when you're like so home screaming at your TV, like, what are you thinking? Because it's infuriating. And there's a real lack, there's a real lack of accountability and responsibility. This is delving into or devolving into another conversation that we could probably have at another time. But um, yes, I think the compassionate way to look at it is to say that these people are in a state of denial. Their coping mechanisms aren't up to snuff. Okay. That could very well be true. And I, I feel bad for them. Still, you could be killing someone by your mere presence. Go go home. Yeah, watch Netflix. I mean, yeah. we're fortunate that for now, all of our utilities are up and running and everything is fine. I mean, it's it's really um yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me not to get soapboxy about it because um th- this is a unique time where it it tests not only our individual strength and you and I are discussing some really practical and good ways to sort of get at that, but it tests our strength as a community. And um, I sure hope that. Uh, we continue down the path of, of uniting now. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people, you know, raising money to buy face masks for first responders or setting up uh, food drop-off programs for people who are unable to make it out of the house. That's the direction I, I want and hope we continue to trend in because um, it can be easy for an anxious person such as myself to focus on what people are doing wrong or badly. And it just sends you into a tailspin. I really like that mantra that before we move on to like, um, supplements and practical sort of like nutritional ways to boost your immune system. I want you to say that mantra again, because, um, we were this technical problems of this recording are not, are not making this easy. So repeat that for us if you could. Absolutely. So if it's your, if you're just noticing that you're going into the future, I would just say something very simple. Like I choose to return from the future to the present moment. Just take your power back, acknowledge where you are, acknowledge where you want to be. If it's a little bit more of like where we were coming before, I think something like I choose to return to the present moment and be here now where I belong, connected and receptive to myself and the process of life. That is a very mobilizing affirmation and very kind of like, it can bring a lot of peace to people to say like, look, like I am here now where I belong. Like I belong here because I am here. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like that making peace with the present moment of being here now and not like arguing with your present moment, like not kind of taking yourself out of it before you've even had the opportunity to be here now and to focus on that mobility of what you can do, even if it's as simple as shifting your perception of it, you know? Love it. Love it. I'm going to be using those for sure. Um, let's talk physical health and things we can do to boost our immune system. I know we always like to put this caveat in there that everybody should speak to their own doctor and get your own personalized medical advice. Do not use this as a substitution for medical advice. However, you do know your stuff and I want to know what you're using to supplement right now that you think is working for you. Absolutely. So in terms of, um, of supplementation, you can never out supplement a bad diet. So I do want to put that and we'll go into diet too, if you want to, um, meaning you need to eat good foods, not just supplement. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could never, because the thing about food that I find is interesting is I think it's so much about, it's very important to eat healthy nutrients, but also taking out certain trigger foods that trigger your immune system is like turning on the lights for Mm. so many people. Um, but in general, 
in terms of supplementation, everybody is a bit different in terms of what they require. And so testing can be helpful in that regard, but just in general, like things that can help to boost immune system, or if you're feeling really susceptible, things I think a lot about are really good multivitamin. And I can give you links too. Yeah. Yeah. Give us links. Like we will include those in show notes, but if you remember any off the top of your head, just fire them off for sure, because I, I want people to hear them. So there's actually like four multis that I kind of like work with, whether it's um, man, woman, teen, um, women at certain uh, phases of their lives. But I'll, I'll set, so I'll send you four of those. But um, so they're by pure encapsulations and seeking health and definitely getting a high quality multivitamin is is so important because otherwise it's useless. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and things to look for are just there's like certain, um, little marker. I don't know. There's like certain little markers that I look for. So if a multi has like D2 instead of D3, um, and it's not paired with K, I'm like, okay, that's out. We're never using that. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Why is that? So that D3 is the more bioavailable form of D and K helps to absorb it. And it's usually supplement companies that think about that care about the other pro the profile of the nutrients in general and how they interact and play. So I really think about that. I also would never recommend a folic acid, always a folate because mm-hmm. folate's the more bioavailable form. So if you see a supplement that ever has folic acid or D2, I would just kind of like render it useless in a weird way. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. As, as someone who has that variant that doesn't absorb folic acid, that's good information. I know that there's a large portion of the population too, that's like that with that with that variant, the MTHFR, where you, you have trouble. Isn't that part of it? The way we metabolize yeah. folic acid isn't like Absolutely. working it right takes, or like, something? extra steps. Okay. And, um, and so it's just kind of like one of those like quick things that you can look for. Like if you're at Whole Foods or if you're, you know, looking into supplements, if you see some, uh, a supplement company that isn't mindful of that, I would consider a different supplement right. right off the bat because it's just something to like quick and easy to kind of look for that I like. Um, okay. So that's so, a good overall supplement. What other so, like specific ones? Yep. So in terms of boosting immune system, things like probiotics, zinc citrate, a buffer vitamin C, and I'll literally give you my exact ones that I would recommend. Um, if you're not able to go into the sunshine, I would definitely say a D3 paired with the K2. A lot of people are low in vitamin D um, anyways. Um, and then if we're talking about like when, you know, if you feel like you are infected with the virus, you may want to um, to put like a drop of like really pure oil of oregano under your tongue, hold it there. You can feel kind of like the spiciness penetrate and it actually almost feels like a die off right away, which is weird. Um, but it, I've seen it. I mean, I've personally experienced this where I have like maybe a little bit of sore throat. I keep these the colloidal silver spray, um, and oil of oregano. I just take it and it kind of like zaps it, which is really kind of like empowering. Okay. When you say when you're feeling vulnerable, when would be a good point to start to use those? Like when you're feeling the first symptoms of a sore throat or like what else are you looking for to know that it's time? Exactly. So I, everybody's a little bit different in terms of how, so paying attention to your body. I think that's actually like a weird, like little tip too of like, don't question yourself. If you feel like you have a sore throat, you're not going crazy. Like you probably do feel vulnerable at that moment in time. So there are things that you can do. Like literally I'll spray like four sprays of the colloidal silver, um, or do two drops of oil oregano. Sometimes it may seem like a lot to some people, but I'll do both if I feel like I need it until it goes away completely. But typically I can catch it here. So it doesn't have to manifest into anything downstream. And I've heard uh, too that that's the same case with a good um, saline nasal spray, the keeping the mucous membrane well high. I never knew this because I'm a long time sinus infection sufferer and it's been better knock on wood recently, much better since I moved to Florida, which is ironic where it's more humid. Um, but is that true too, that if we keep our nasal passages more hydrated, that some of those viruses or, or bacteria can like flush out more easily or like what, what is the story behind that? Yep. And to be totally honest, like I don't necessarily always go that route and recommendation 
vitamins for my patients, typically there's usually like a dietary like trigger that typically I see like gluten and dairy triggering that. So we'll take that out and they don't have those issues anymore or we'll do mm-hmm. other things and it kind of eliminates that. But I, so I don't part, like I'm, for some reason I have like this weird fear of putting something in my nose. So like I've never done that before. <laughs> But, um, but I do have a lot of patients who do the whole neti pot thing, um, who do the whole saline and they'll also put like certain essential oils in it that sound extraordinarily clarifying. They say that it's incredible. Now the oil of oregano that I use is so spicy. I think placing it in a waterway that goes through your nose would be like, we don't want to, we don't want anybody to like, (laughs) But, um, but they do other things that seem a lot, you know, I, I'm not like, expert at that, but if you're drawn to it and a lot of, I mean, I would say like a lot of people have done that, that's a great idea and extraordinarily effective that can flush it out. I mean, people love it. Okay. Can you, I know you're going to give us notes, um, for the show notes or links for the show notes for specific brands, but anything that you can, uh, any brands offhand that you can recommend for the colloidal silver or even the zinc supplement that you suggested. And I I have a, when, after you do that, I have a specific question about zinc. So don't let me forget that. But if you recall any brands, go ahead. Yep. So I think your encapsulations has one um, of the zinc that I really like. I really like it when you can get it properly in the multivitamin too. So it kind of checks Mm. boxes. Um, As for the vitamin C, um, I really like, you know, people will take it in different ways, but I really like Metagenics. Um, They have a really good buffered vitamin C. For colloidal silver, I really like Source Naturals. Um, Oil of oregano, that can be a tricky one. I have a couple of brands that I like. Um, but I recently actually, um, I'm, I'm exploring using a new brand for that. Um, and they're like a little like off market, so I'm not going to, Okay. I'm, I'm on myself, I'm exploring that. I'm sure, not really sure. comfortable with the, recommending that to patients yet, but I'll give you exact brands for all of it. For sure. Awesome. Okay. I, I did hear too, in regards to supplementing with zinc, that the timing is key. Like you have to make sure that you're taking it before or right at the start of a potential infection. I could be wrong, but I'm asking you to clarify there is timing important is what I'm trying to ask with the zinc supplement. So I think too, um, you know, yes, I think timing, like taking it when, if you can begin to catch things when you feel vulnerable, like right before, like that's where I really, you know, want to place confidence and, and empower my patients in terms of like, if you feel vulnerable, you feel vulnerable. Like, let's- you know, people know, especially women, we tend to be more in tune with our bodies because of our yeah. menstrual cycles and just having a knowledge of when we're more energetic or lethargic. And I do believe that. I think if you really tune in, you can, you can feel that. So I love that that's part of your practice practice is encouraging people to listen to their bodies. 100% because there's so many people in the world and that noise of saying like, you're, oh, you're crazy, you know, gluten's fine for you. Um, or like have a little bit of dairy or, you know, um, half a glass of alcohol doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I talk to my patients and all of that could not be further from the truth. And sometimes the, they kind of like my job is just empowering them so the sooner the better um, because it will zilch it uh, if you can kind of get it in that time frame where you're feeling it. Um, earlier, the better with all of these things. And it still is effective after the fact, and it can help to support recovery. But I think if you can kind of access that window just before, you can prevent it in a different sort of way where you don't have to really dive into that whole experience, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, um, luckily we are able to access all of these supplements relatively easy at the moment, but there's, you're right. You do have to listen to your body. I feel like, and then just sort of tinker with what might work best. I was listening to, um, Dr. G's podcast, Dr. I think his name is Christian Gonzalez. It's called heal thyself. And, um, he, he sort of did the same thing. We're talking about, he was talking about supplements that he recommends, but, um, he says to always, if possible, and this is when it's good to know that you do virtual consults, always ask your doctor or practitioner because some of these can interact with things that you might already be taking, like prescription medication. So we want to put that out there too, that, you know, if there's something that you're thinking about adding into your routine, obviously someone would call you ahead of time and be like, okay, bro, how does this line up? Yep. And there's also, you know, too, like, um, you know, different people. So there's different ways of supporting the immune system and it's really based on what 
type of, I find like kind of like nervous system tendencies people have. So some people will be more sympathetic and you can kind of picture um, someone like with fight, flight, freeze, like high everything, like high cholesterol, high blood pressure or high, you know, blood sugar, all of these things. And then other people will be low, 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 very parasympathetic dominant. So it's like low blood pressure, low blood sugar, all these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of my patients. And so with them, you really want to encourage a different kind of diet and supplement uh, form than someone over here. And tell us, tell us for us low people. (laughs) And then I guess for the, you know, high blood sugar, high blood pressure people too, like give us just like some quick tips because I think people can probably um, guess where they might fall on that spectrum. Mm -hmm. So like, what would a low person do versus a high Yep. And it's actually kind of interesting, even with anxiety, like some people will have high anxiety where it's like excessive through the roof. Other people will be because they're deficient, they're tired, their body's actually trying to work in overdrive to compensate. And so it's like a a different form of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, But over here, I really think for a lot of people, everybody's different. Diets differ, you know, over here, you know, when we're talking about that sympathetic dominant, you know, more fruits, vegetables, juicing, maybe more helpful in calming the system. But over here, when somebody is parasympathetic dominant and tired and exhausted, and maybe they have a light sleep and anxiety, um, or run into kind of like mild depression, um, because of that exhaustion and fatigue, we really want to build them up with proper nutrientation. And typically they will crave like tropical fruits, citrus, maybe even red meat and more fattier cuts um, to build up nutrients, but also to create like an activation in the system. Mm. So if we think of that in terms of supplements, a lot of times that would be like the vitamin C's of the world, more the spicy herb, like or oil of oregano, things that are solidifying like a good like bone broth, collagen powder, um, things of that nature can build this person up. Whereas when we're talking about this the high, 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 we kind of want to not damper the system, but support it, rebalance it, um, modulate it in a different way where maybe things like turmeric, um, could be helpful, uh, more of that curcumin things that kind of decrease inflammation. Whereas this person over here, that's kind of like deficient. We want to build them up in a different active sort of way. I love that. Other other things with like supplements, there are some that lie kind of in the middle that can be antiviral, like astragalus, green tea, extract, lysine. These things can kind of like be right in the middle. And I would say my favorite um, prescription in terms of like, I call it kind of like anti-everything, anti-fungal, anti-parasitic, antiviral, antibacterial, you know, all of like the infectious sort of things. Um, but there's this really great one by GI, uh, by Apex Energetics called GI Synergy that I have found will, you know, it really works on gut, but it also rewires nervous system because of course, as we know, the whole body is connected. So neurologically we're tied in with our heart, with our gut. Um, but if we can work with that, a lot of times our immune systems feel so built. I've seen that clear skin in patients that have been to like, you know, 50 plus dermatologists. Um, I've seen it kind of like uh, help with like sinus pressure, things of that, like congestion, those phlegm-like disorders. So that's something to, I think, have on hand. It also has uh, things like oil of oregano, um, kind of like immune supporting, but also detoxifying herbs. And it's a really cool profile. Wait, what is this stuff called again? This is... It's called Apex, it's by Apex Energetics and it's called GI Synergy. It actually comes in these little packet forms, but I've seen it like zilch things for people like very quickly and I'll have them. And this is obviously something to hundred percent work with your practitioner on, but if it's a very intense case, I mean, I've seen people go from one packet a day being enough to like five or six, um, but it's a short period of time. And some people are on more long-term protocols where it would just be that one or two a day for a third, for like a 30 to 90 day period. It's not like a lifetime thing, just depending on what we're trying to do. But if you feel something like a wave really coming on, this could be a way to counteract um, or work through an uh, an infection, you know? Yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I like this stuff to sort of empower people because um, 
it is good to, to take care of your own health. And we really won't be, most of us, seeing our doctors for quite some time. And of course, access them by phone or email or however you can. And again, always check what yeah. supplements would be best for your profile. But I, I like the idea of having a little more control over how we're feeling. And now is a great time. We're all locked in for the most part um, to reassess your health profile and, and start to get in touch with things that you want to change. Um, I want to know too, obviously working out and staying physically active is important. There are some cities that are on more strict lockdowns at the moment, and that's a changing situation as well. But are there any, um, you know, YouTube channels or apps or things that you are personally loving? And I can give some recommendations on things that I'm doing too, but I want to hear how you're staying moving, um, even though you're locked in. So I think, um, you know, a hundred percent like sweating is so important, like staying physically active. I mean, that helps you to just process the day. It helps mind, body, everything. Right. Um, it's so important. I, I actually saw a meme of, you know, COVID 15, like everybody's like gaining the COVID 15. Um, I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> all the carbs, all the carbs over here. <laughs> but, um, but it's kind of funny. Um, uh, when we think about that, but, um, I love, so personally, I love taking walks outside. So until further, like, like obviously not like being in crowds of people, but if I, I mean, if I can get outside and just like breathe in fresh air with like, you know, a friend, a friend, not like 20, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, like I'll definitely do that. Like I actually have an elliptical in my house. I never have an excuse to work out and that's just a mental thing I don't always use it um but I love like cardio and like kind of like intervals and sweating but I know a lot of people love like it seems um app where they're at home workouts like things you can do yourself I know a lot of like even like local studios are now doing like online video they're kind of like getting creative and innovative in their business in that way shifting their services um, but I, other than that, um, I actually, this, this girl, actually, she has a really funny video that I, I literally will do in between patients. Sometimes it's called the bat wings video by like, oh my God. Cam Poli. and she has, it actually reminds me of bar three. Like you're like doing these, like, um, these, whatever. I really like her. That's all, wait, who is it? What's her name again? Her name is Tracy Campoli. I'll send you. Okay. Send me the link for show notes. Okay. My family thinks I'm crazy. Like I'll literally show them. They'll be like, look at the Batwings video. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, I also actually have a, you can't smile when you're like bounce on trampoline for two seconds. So goofy things like that, I think can be helpful. I love it. Oh, Brooke, I'm so grateful you took time to come on and and share your wisdom with everybody. Um, any like final words that you want to, that you want to include? I would love to reconnect with you as this quarantine, not quarantine, but as this sort of social distancing continues. So, um, you know, if you have anything you want to share in the meantime, but before we go, anything you want to sort of solidify in people's minds to help us um, ease some of this anxiety. So I think, you know, within every challenge, there's an opportunity and we, but we do have to kind of take responsibility of, of being receptive. I think that that's a good place to be. It's just to be open to what is the opportunity here? How can I connect, you know, um, how can I um, play my part and really kind of like, you know, create health in myself, in my community and knowing that you can't, that you can kind of make a difference. So I think that that's a helpful kind of like thought is knowing that, you know, what you do does matter. And it's never been more clear and more highlighted than a time like this. We can see how, you know, we all really do need to work together on this. And that's different and unique in and of itself. So, um, and, and, you know, anything you guys need, let me know. Um, but certainly too, like, um, thank you for doing what you're doing because I mean, I always am looking at your social media platforms and whatnot for like, I I love your advice. I think it's amazing. So my advice is like, I went on this whole rant yesterday on Instagram. I feel bad for people sometimes that watch me because I'm like, Oh my God, she sounds unhinged again. But listen, I'd rather, um, I like to follow people who are real. And so I gotta be real back. Um, tell us too, you're speaking of Instagram your channel is just full of great advice and inspiration all the time. So tell us where we can find you. Give us a website. Just tell us all around how to track you down. 
Cool. So um, I'm just at D-R-B-R-O-O-K-E-S-T-U-A-R-T.com. So it's just at Dr. Brooks Stewart um, on Instagram and then .com for the website. Um, And we just want to keep it simple in that way. But you can find me through that. Um, And we are trying to put out a bunch of like community resources and information and kind of do what we can to... Uh, you know, help local businesses, but also kind of get people in, in, in touch with like, okay, like what can I do? So it doesn't feel like, you know, just like a disabling situation. So, yeah, it's been, I, I said yesterday on Instagram, this is the time where we're finally using, not finally, but for the most part, using social media for what it was intended, which is like a great way to inform and to entertain and to inspire. And I really feel like we're seeing the best of people on all of those platforms, which is another another upside to this crazy time. So, um, Dr. Brooke Stewart, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I will be tracking you down before this is all over. So don't go far. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. See you later. A huge thank you to Dr. Brooke Stewart for coming on the show. Brooke, you are the best. The advice was great. As she said, she gave me all of the specifics on the supplements that she recommended. And I went ahead and I put them in show notes. So check it out. Um, use that mantra. How about how good was that? I'm living in the present moment. I will I will live in the moment. I know that that's not easy right now for so many of us, especially if you have any anxiety or if you have someone working out of the house and you're concerned about their health or if you, like all of us, have someone in those um, particularly vulnerable age groups or demographics that you're worried about. Um, I know it's not easy. It's really hard not to hug the people we love and to be there for them and around them physically when the world seems like it is just falling apart. But we're going to get through this. Um, Our responsibility right now is to be as smart as we can with our own germs and um, keep it at home for now. And I hope to be coming back to you next week and there be better news out there. But in the meantime, I see you, sister. We got this. Reach out on Instagram. I'm at Sunny Abada. Reach out to Dr. Brooke Stewart if you'd like to. Brooke is amazing, and she's really good about getting back to people. As you heard her say, she is at Dr. Brooke Stewart. That is her website as well. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You may think that that's unimportant, but guys, that makes the hugest difference in getting these episodes out to people who might enjoy them or find them useful. It is truly a highlight in my day when I read some kind words about an episode that was particularly impactful for someone. And um, this is this is how I'm here to serve, and I'm happy to do it. And uh, you bet your bottom dollar, I mean, going to be just banging down the virtual doors of all of my intelligent friends who have some great advice to offer during this otherwise crazy time. Stay safe, stay sheltered, stay sane. Reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. And again, a huge thank you for listening to this episode of 30 Something with Sunny. I'll see you guys next time.